Hi, I'm Liz. And I'm Rhea. Welcome to Karma's My Bitch, a podcast about love, sex, connection, abundance, joy, purpose, peace, and how life isn't simply the stories we tell ourselves. When I look back on the past couple of years and the shit show that happened, I just felt really acutely that there was no going back mm-hmm. because we became different people as a result of the global crisis or global crises. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, I definitely think it was like one after the other. <laughs> exactly. And therefore our interactions would be different. Our experiences would be different. Nothing of what I experienced before I would be able to recreate again. Yeah. And it made me want to go back and just relive those moments so much more. It made me so nostalgic. But at the same time, I know what I was like then. I know I was. we were recording the podcast already. We were writing. I was living it. I know I wasn't happy. Hmm. But those moments of joy that I missed, I felt I wasn't ever present in them. So I really just wanted to go back and have them again. I think most of us feel that way. I know that when I was little, I was always living for my future. I had always, you know, when I was younger, I wanted to be the adult deciding my own life, my own fate. I wanted to be in control of my life. And then I get to be the adult and I look back and I thought, God, if I could have just enjoyed my younger years a little bit more. But at the same time, I know that when we are always looking at the next thing, when we're always looking to tomorrow or the future, our inability to be present has everything to do with how uncomfortable we are with it. We don't want to sit in our discomfort. It doesn't feel good to us. But because we can't always make sense of it or feel powerful enough to change it, we look to when we could possibly. I was so scared because of my Mm. stories, because of my experiences, that everything good that was happening was going to go bad. Mm -hmm. I almost didn't want to enjoy my present because I didn't want to have to lose it because I knew the pain of losing it would be too hard to bear. So it was easier almost to have one foot in Mm -hmm. and one foot just waiting for it all to fall rather than jumping in and then having to deal with a heartbreak afterwards. For you, it's pain. I think for me, it was also just disappointment. Mm. I didn't want how I envisioned my life to not happen the way I wanted it to happen or to feel a certain way about my life. Yeah. I wanted that sense of success or accomplishment. And those were marked by certain goals. And I remember... There were times when my parents would say, you know, they would express, well, they would express their own regret or, or sense of disappointment. Like, don't do what we did because, and fill in the blank, right? Yeah. But anytime you tell that to a kid, the kid's never going to get it until they get to be in that position. They're like, oh, I totally get what you mean. Yeah. No, yeah. (laughs) But when it came time for something to finish or to change... I was normally quite ready for that change and it happened quite naturally. And I feel like what always caught me out actually wasn't things changing without my readiness, was that I expected things to change before I was ready. Does that make sense? No. (laughs) For once I'm saying no. Yeah. (laughs) I don't understand you, Ray. Okay, I'll try again. I Um, I know what you're saying, but I didn't understand your statement. Okay, Uh so... I feel like I was always, you know, 
oh, it's going to be good until it gets bad. And bad would be some kind of loss or disappointment, right? Mm -hmm. But actually, in reality, what tended to happen was that when someone left my life, when a relationship changed one way or the other, when a job changed, when a home, you know, my home moved, whatever it was, I was actually ready for it. And it felt quite natural. But because I spent so long before that moment being stressed that I wouldn't be ready for it and it wouldn't feel natural, I didn't learn what I believe is one of the most important lessons of all. Things don't end until the lesson or the experience is actually finished. And if you don't feel like it's finished, it's just not finished yet. Where I've been caught out, where I wasn't ready, was where something ended or changed, but it didn't actually end or change. I just, my perception of it was (laughs) that it was ending or changing. And then like three weeks later, I was like, oh, that didn't happen at all. I was, because I was so caught up and waiting for the ending, Mm -hmm. I created endings where there weren't endings. Ah, yeah. Well, I think we sometimes also want to be able to write the ending so that we know that, that we're in control. For me, I would just push, 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 and the ending would usually just blow up in my face. And that's when I'd be like, oh, okay, it's done. Okay. (laughs) Now let me go back and and try to learn what this was all about. I remember when a couple of my relationships ended, um, I remember thinking, but I just wanted one more, one more date, one more, one more, one more. And I wouldn't get it. I felt so denied. Like, really? Can it not be that way? And it took some time for me to understand this. And what I realized, it was quite simply that it was just done. And when something is over, it was it is truly over. That the energy or the lesson of that experience can no longer keep you in that relationship or that experience. Because that's when things become damaging. As if they're not damaging enough when you're in your karmic story. But if we try to push it and try to even stay in that karmic story any longer, just so we can have, you know, one more go around, that's when it starts to wear on us and it becomes damaging. Because karma actually keeps us in a state of illusion. Karma keeps us in the illusion that we are not only powerless, but that we are in separation with ourselves. And so the longer we remain in separation, the worse off we are. So our higher selves tend to try to do us a favor, which is, okay, we got it. We got it. Okay. You're done. You're done. Eject, eject. You got to get yourself out now because the longer you're with this person or in this experience or whatever, this particular job, the worse off you're going to be. So while that has happened to many of us on a personal level, level through our karmic stories, we've been going through a massive global karma, right? As we move from 3D to 5D, so three-dimensional consciousness, which is separation, into 5D consciousness, oneness. And so as 3D ends, because it is over per se, separation and what sources separation is finished, we've really had to learn how to detach from our experiences that happened in 3D so that we can move into 5D living. And it's not that simple because as you said, I sometimes just want to look back and get nostalgic and and I wish and I long for a little bit more. So does that mean we've learned all there is to be learned from 3D? Uh, effectively, yes. Because yeah. now it's done. And it's done. what about I, yeah. our interactions? Like 
So if 3D is over, does that mean all our relationships are done? Does that mean everything's done? It means that our karmic relationships can be finished. It means that, I mean, so listen, you can still be in your karmic story and head towards 5D, right? You cannot be in 5D oneness consciousness if you are still in your karma. 5D is effectively a state of consciousness. It's oneness consciousness. And we have said before, though, your life doesn't look any different when you're in 5D. That much we've explained. But what is different is that you are no longer in a state of separation, which means you are no longer in a state of judgment. So if you are in your karmic story, you will be in a state of judgment. So that's not 5D. But it doesn't necessarily mean that you are in 3D, as in that you have to exist within this plane of reality that is determined entirely by separation. You could be working through your karmic story piece by piece and divesting yourself of all that stuff and not be in a 3D world. You could be in a state, you can be in a 5D world and not have 3D separation inform everything, but you cannot necessarily be in 5D if you're in your karmic story. You can have opinions and your insecurities can crop up. Your self-doubt can crop up, but do those govern your, your life all day, every day? Like we had discussed in season, remind two or three, you can have happiness and you can have bliss and we can all dip into those those moods. So yes, you can have an unpleasant moment <laughs> and be the cause of that unpleasant moment. That's okay. You can still be in 5D because you're in flow with that mood, right? You're in flow with those feelings and those emotions. And when you are in flow with that, that is still harmony. That is 5D harmony. Now, listen, if, you know, this 5D stuff is still new. We're still at the beginning of the beginning of it, right? So this is not, we're not meant to all attain this like namaste state. We're still moving towards that though. But is 5D written or do we write it because it comes through us? Is my 5D version different to your 5D? No, 5D is written. We will just all have different versions of getting there. I know that we have discussed this before in different ways. Like you cannot think yourself into a new reality or perspective. Because that really has to come from through all the different bodies. That is consciousness. But one thing that the past couple of years have kind of worn on us is the uncertainty that was created by not feeling like we were in our power or knowing what we were going to do from one day to the next. That really did make us want to go back in time, right? Even if the shit was toxic, at least I knew that. That was the devil I know. I don't know what the fuck, you know, is on the other side or next week. But the reality is that 3D was never good. It was never great for us. No one really won. As long as the soul exists within separation or in a state of separation and it cannot be whole, a soul is a complete dis-ease. And so it's important to accept that no matter how, quote unquote, decent or great or acceptable or tolerable 3D was, it was never going to be good enough. Because we didn't think we were good enough. Exactly. I mean, that's where our, that that holds all of our karmic shit. So why would we want to keep going back and back and back? At some point on an emotional level, and that was the one benefit of, and I will say this, of 2020 was to really strip away some of the ways in which we were living that really weren't serving us. Until we can come into a sort of full body consciousness around the fact that 3D was so toxic, 
and that we're better off without it, we're still going to be kind of wanting to crave and, and long for it. But we also need to accept that we really can't go back. It's like you cannot go home again, no matter what you think. And every time, and you'll see this, and we're going to be seeing this in the next, over the next year, I would say, from what I can see. Um, Do you mean 2022? Yeah. Is what will happen if we try. So even if the past isn't repeating itself event by event, we end up reliving it on an emotional level. So anytime, you know, if we were feeling powerless, we're feeling uber powerless. What's happening at the moment and why this applies, and this will apply, this will apply later individually to certain people or groups, which is when you keep using the past, either you're trying to recreate it or you're trying to use it as a scapegoat for your present situation, that's always going to define your emotional experience. So even if you literally cannot bring the past into the present, you're going to at least be experiencing it on the emotional level. Joy in 5D is possible when you are in a place of freedom. The more people who really do come into even just the, the initial steps of 5D, the more that vibration and energy is enabled, the more that can support others. So we're also looking at it as a numbers game because we need to be around people who are also in 5D because it doesn't help us. It, it's, it also drags us down. But to, to be in 5D, you have to be totally out of your karmic story. That's quite a feat for most people right it now. Is. It is. I know is. a lot of spiritual people who aren't out of their karmic story. I know. Because then what is oneness? To be at one with ourselves. It's understanding that while there are many truths, there's only one reality. And that is that we are divine. So it's saying basically my perception of my life is unique to me. That is my truth. Yours could yeah, be very different to that mm -hmm. because your purpose, your joys, your desires aren't the same as mine. So your truth as to what makes a joyful, blissful life is very different to what my truth will be to what makes a joyful, blissful life. But ultimately, because we are both the God in our own worlds, whilst there can be many truths, the reality will be that we are all gods in our own world. Therefore, we are all divine. Yes, perfect. Whereas separation taught us that there are multiple realities that we all experience, but actually they're all bullshit because there's only one truth, which is that there is a right and wrong. What we're actually learning is that it's actually the opposite, that we mm -hmm. all have our own truths. And yes. the only reality is that we all have our own truths because we are all divine. The thing is, we don't go from separation to oneness just because the energy says we do. Like, oh, okay, now that we're saying 3D is over, then we are immediately into 5D. That would be born out of our full body consciousness, not yeah. just because, you know, I'm just out here saying, yeah, I just, I'm 5D, thanks. <laughs> yeah, but so what that means is what we have to do, and which mm -hmm. is what we've been banging on about, right? So in order to be conscious, all your bodies must be healed. Yes, to, and aligned. Sorry, healed mm -hmm. enough, right? Mm -hmm. So it's the emotional body. It's like all your, the emotions that you've stored up on all like the pain and hurt that you've just pretended didn't exist. The mental body or the control, the fear, the ego, mm -hmm. you know, the physical body where it's been showing us where we're still believing that we're powerless. Once we can heal that enough and bring it into wholeness, then effectively we're operating from the three bodies and we are conscious. Yes, 
because every decision is made from a place of kind of harmony within ourselves, which means Mm -hmm. we are not separate within ourselves. And once we become not separate within ourselves, then we can release ourselves from external separation because we found the internal oneness. Precisely. So it is a process. Yeah. Yeah. And as we've said, I hope we've explained it. I believe we have. Karma helps with that process, right? Well, karma what is what allows you to come into wholeness, right? Because mm-hmm. it shows you where you're not in your power. Yeah. And you're not in your power because you don't see that you are powerful. And that lack of power is because you're not whole and you're in, still in separation, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's the process by which we can heal ourselves and come into oneness. We can say that the past is over and that history won't repeat itself. But we have to understand that it does end up repeating if we refuse to get the lessons and to do things differently as opposed to, as I've done in the past, which is trying to get a do-over. But I'm I don't understand. somebody who always wants a do-over. I used to be. Oh, but Liz, so what's the difference between doing things differently and getting a do-over? Isn't that the same thing? No, no. Because for me, the do-over would have been, I want it with the same person or the same thing, and I'm just going to do it differently. No, I mean, the scenarios would be different, you know, or you'd, it would be with a different person. So when you're saying or the past different... is over and history will repeat itself, mm-hmm. what you mean is, but the patterns may repeat themselves until we get to the lessons. No, patterns don't necessarily repeat themselves. But the events might. Or as we said before, the emotional experience understand. of it. So 3D separation has us, you know, it kind of had us ping-ponging from one thing to the next, never really feeling good enough, whether through relationship or or jobs or money, and using that as always a means to prove that we are good enough. Or if we're not good enough, that it always reinforces that feeling of we're not good enough. And the only way that we could ever come into wholeness and separation is to learn the lesson that somehow I am. And piece by piece, the more we heal that, and again, that's through that's through our karma, and the more wholeness we have, the less we fall into separation. So with 3D energy gone, right? So with 3D, third dimensional consciousness ending, All those stories from our past are really finished. They are done. But how great is that? All the stories (laughs) where we didn't feel we were good enough are done. Yay! (laughs) Yeah. I don't know why we made it like a negative thing. It's a great thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It is. Because we can always carry with us, you know, within us, the memories of some of the fun and joyful moments. Because there were, right? We wouldn't have come this far if there weren't. (laughs) If it was all downside, then why would anybody keep living? But what happens, though, and this is really the crux of what gets us from 3D to 5D, is whether or not we're getting the lesson. Are we using every experience we have to bring us back into our power, to empower ourselves to understand our divinity? And if we're not, then there will be, and this is not a threat, there will be challenges to get us to those lessons. And that's not necessarily history repeating itself. They're just opportunities for growth. We just don't have to do it in a a horrible state of separation necessarily. So then what's the plus side for being in 5D? Well, everything just becomes a natural evolution of itself. So rather than sort of repeating cycles, it's not repeating patterns. That's what it is. It's repeating cycles. Okay. So as we said before, you can have happiness and you can have bliss yeah. and when you're in oneness and 5D energy, we don't stay in those in those kind of low points for very long. It, to be in oneness means to be at one with ourselves in order to be at one with 
everything else. Yeah. When you are at one with yourself, that is a high level. Now, it's not yeah. just basic self-acceptance. It's high level of self-acceptance, right? It just means that everything just is and all is as it is to be. When we are in that state, if we're a little hurt or we're still dealing with a bit of disappointment, we get the lesson and we move on. The lessons do come much more easily. That makes absolute sense, right? Because when you're in 5D or when you're just in wholeness, forget 5D, 3D, because that's like saying, well done, you've reached Nirvana when actually there's no fucking different. You're just in harmony with yourself. So when you're exactly. in harmony with yourself, mm -hmm. which means you're in oneness with yourself, which is why we call it oneness consciousness, because that's just what it is. You're consciously one with yourself mm -hmm. and therefore as a result with other people, then effectively what that means is when something happens and you get shaken a bit or it bothers you in some way or it's not just total joy all the time you're like wait a second why and you figure it out and you move on and sometimes you get the lessons and the growth through the joy I really like doing this I really like doing that you know what I mean like you just get it in loads of different ways it doesn't mean things are going to end or start it's just okay, this is now I know more things about what I like and what I don't like. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But what that, what that requires is responsibility. So it requires mm -hmm. taking responsibility for ourselves. It requires oh, taking yes. responsibility for our choices. Mm -hmm. Because I know that, and I've said this a million times, you know, I said this in the depths of my karma, just as much as I've said this out of it, that when I made a choice from my heart, I was okay regardless of the outcome because it was my choice because I was exercising my power. Mm. So if we take responsibility for ourselves and our choices, we are able to then take responsibility for the lessons that come as a result of that and the joy that comes as a result of that. Because for me, I felt like I was always in a lose-lose mm. because if I outsourced my worth, right, or I outsourced my responsibility, if something good happened, then I had someone else to thank for it. But if something bad happened, then I could blame myself for it. It didn't work. When actually, when we take responsibility for all our choices and we are responsible for ourselves, mm -hmm. and then that's how we realize how powerful we are because we're able to take responsibility for everything. Yes. Then we are at one with ourselves. We mm -hmm. are consciously one. Yeah. And the thing is, is that when you're talking about reaching into the past or whatever, like, you know, that's when we're normally looking for someone to blame, including ourselves, right? We're like, oh, if they just done this differently, if I just done this differently, if things had just been different, then my life could be different. Oh, well, yeah. ultimately, and that's when the compassion piece, but it's not mm. even the compassion piece, it's the reality check piece. Yes, that's what I would right? say for sure. I mean, we don't because, even, compassion doesn't even enter into this conversation. Well, no, but it's a reality check piece of, but it didn't. And it didn't, not because it was meant to or not meant to or someone else ordained that it would or someone else ordained that it wouldn't. Mm -hmm. It didn't because at the end of the day, from the second we are born, we all want to be happy. We all want to be in love. We all want those things. And at every single point, whether in separation or in 5D, we are doing our best to make that happen. Otherwise, we wouldn't have followed the rules of separation in the first place. But we followed crappy rules because we wanted to be happy. So you can assume that every choice you made along the way, you had your best interests at heart, whether or not they turned out to be your best interests at all. Yeah, no, so give I give yourself a, a fucking fair... break. Yeah, it's a fair point for sure. I like that. So at the end of the day, like we're looking for someone to blame often about, oh, in our past, or if I only just had that good moment again, or I'm going to blame myself for that moment, or that really sucks or whatever else. I wish I could rewrite history. Well, 
you can't rewrite history because you were doing your best. But now you know better, which is the point of growth and evolution, and you can take responsibility for that, then yeah, you can do whatever the fuck you want next. Thank you for listening. For more information, articles, and inspiration, find us at karmasmybitch.com and at karmasmybitch.insta. And if you liked what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a review.